Hello and welcome back to the We Need Therapy podcast. On today's episode, we talk about Josh's upcoming blind date. And we take a trip down memory lane and look back at some of the things that popped up in our childhood. As always, rate, review and subscribe wherever good podcasts are kept. Enjoy the show. All right, I need to get something off my chest this week. <laughs> what is it? Well, I a few people have talked to me about the podcast and we've got some feedback. I hope it's glowing reviews, because if it's negative criticism, I I don't know what I'll do. Well, I actually think we're misleading our audience, because someone said to me a few weeks ago, they're an avid listener of the show, tune in every week, and they said, oh, I really wish I had the friendship that you and Jordan had. Like, what? You guys sound so close and such good relationship with each other. Okay, I can see where they're going with this. Let's remind everyone that this is a podcast and everything is scripted, including it's- the dynamic between the two of us. <laughs> It's very produced, isn't it? In fact, we have a producer sitting in the corner that's showing us how close we can get to one another because in real life... Well, it's almost like someone's got a hand up our ass like a puppet and just, you know... That was actually my hand on your ass. (laughs) (laughs) I might have paid him 50 bucks so I could get a little bit closer today. Sorry about that. A bit inappropriate. No, so you mean like our off-air personality is translating, is it? Well, I wouldn't say we're best friends. I think we're just colleagues. You must be having a laugh. We are extremely close. I I call you all the time. I message you first thing in the morning, last thing at night. I'm the closest thing you've ever had to a stalker. So I was going to say, you call me all the time. I don't think I've ever called you. That, you yeah. message me first thing in the morning, last thing at night. Uh-oh. I don't think I respond to your messages. I think I'm a stage five clinger. Wow. I'm glad this has finally come out. Yeah. Finally getting it off your chest. I've never seen that show, You, on Netflix. But is that what that's about? Like oh, a stalker or something? I actually thought that was your documentary. Shut up. That guy's actually quite good looking, so I wouldn't be mad about that. Oh, he's got that little awkward vibe as well, similar to like what you have when you conduct yourself. I actually can't even bring him to mind. He wasn't the one on the OC, was he? I've got no... No, oh, he was, was the he one, Gossip Girl. Was he Dan from Gossip Girl? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was. Did you ever watch Gossip Girl? No, but I loved... Leighton Meester and Blake Lively. Yeah, yeah, no, they're really good. And she had that career that was, well, not a career. She, like, had this song with- Cobra Starship. Was it like a G6? No. No, it was- um, Good Good Girls Girls Gone Gone Bad. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hanging in the corner with my five best friends. Oh, that is so funny that you actually started singing there because I've heard some rumours around Perth that you've been doing the rounds and I've got this- uh, Subtle little photo of you on the weekend singing your, your little heart out. What are you the, talking about? Where were you last night? I was hanging out with my family at a um at a very questionable venue. Where <laughs> it, it was Magnet House in the city, by the way. Perth CBD. We're never getting sponsored by them. Magnet House is like a you know straight I, venue, a I'll straight eighteen-year-old venue. Even I don't wander there. I know, because I went to the bar and I said, oh, what's on tap? And she said, four, I think it was 4X Emu Export or Carbon Dry. And I just said, this is a really straight venue, isn't it? And she was like, yeah, it is. Those options are terrible for a gay man. I mean, I just ordered a vodka cruiser and walked away with a straw, so. And what was his name? <laughs> I was sucking all night. <laughs> no, well, I got a mystery snap of you. Did you really? Clearly someone maybe recognised your voice off the podcast and she took a photo and said, is this your friend Jordan? I'm sure it was a very flattering photo. Um, yeah, it wasn't pixelated at all. <laughs> what were you doing at the juvenile station Magnet House on a Sunday night? I was watching a band called Furnace and the Fundamentals. It's a cover band, I think from the UK or it could be from Sydney. I can never work out which city they're based in. But they do hits from the 70s, 80s, 90s and noughties. And it's like a mashup. Um, so basically it's just one song after another, 15 seconds of that one hit wonder, 25 of the next. It's four or five guys on stage. It's kind of like an audio visual show. There's confetti cannons going off every, I'm not even joking, like two or three minutes. You're getting blasted with that like dry ice, smoke, steam, whatever. They're throwing everything at you. And these guys on stage, you've got to see it to believe it. Two hours, they didn't have a break. They jumped around the stage. They went into the crowd, crowd surfing. It was incredible. And basically, my mum and some of her friends are really big fans. They booked the the show in 2019. Jesus. Yeah. COVID hit, delay, delay. 
we finally went in 2023. So it just so happened that one of the people they booked it for couldn't go, obviously. I mean, they're more likely to die at that point, like four years later. And I got a ticket. Wow. And was it worth it? I've seen them before. They're a lot of fun. A lot of like big energy. I think you can't go wrong with that kind of setup, that energy and just playing banger after banger. Well, you can go wrong because you could schedule it to walk on stage at 9pm on a Sunday and they went all the way to 11. So, Jeez, was it a full house? Yeah, it was pretty busy actually. They had a great crowd and the crowd that did come, so engaged. They loved it. Amazing. Some of the, the songs that they were throwing back to, I was like, fuck, I remember this one. And, yeah, there was a few ones I didn't get maybe from the earlier 80s that I was like, I'm not really sure. But it just got me thinking there were so many great bangers that, yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about. There you go. Bit of nostalgia there for you. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, I was at the gig with my family and it was a it was a pretty big concert, dancing, I don't know how to describe it, but there wasn't a mosh pit, but it wasn't far off that. And everyone was dancing and putting their hands in the air and, you know, I, I kind of had this moment when I was, this is, this is, by the way, so embarrassing and I can't believe I'm saying it. I was putting my hands up and I was like, oh God, this shirt's really restrictive. What? <laughs> well, because you know how we go to circle all the time, when we dance, always shirtless, right? True. And we've always got our party outfits on. And I remember thinking, like, putting my hands up and being like, ah, oh, it feels really weird to dance, like, with clothes on, basically. <laughs> and I just thought, obviously, I was next to, like, my mum and <laughs> my aunt, so I'm not going to strip down. But I did have this moment when I was dancing in the crowd. I kind of thought about the fact that I was dancing in this weird outfit, which was just my shirt. And then also nobody was, like, looking at me. And when you go to circuit, it's very – everyone looks at you, they stare at you, they come up to you, they – tell you how beautiful you are and you know I've always just thought oh how vapid like this is ridiculous and at the same time completely in love with the fact that what's happening yeah yeah yeah. but I went to a concert I was dancing it was performance based it was exciting and I didn't have those experiences for the first time in a long time because I don't go to I don't go to concerts really and I don't really go to nightclubs either but I have done probably five or six kind of circuits or Mm. events recently so I just had this weird moment where I was like, ah, oh, this is what it feels like not to receive like toxic amounts of attention. Interesting. I mean, it's got nothing to do with the fact that you're at Magnet House, which is a cesspit for 18-year-old hookups. Yeah. Well, I think it was like 80-year-old hookups for this night, but still a really good night. <laughs> Hasn't stopped you before. <laughs> but I just thought like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting concept actually. Yeah. yeah. Like I was enjoying myself still, but it was a different, I just kind of was waiting for people to come up to me and mm. start talking to me. Like, yeah. How fucking toxic is that? Like when I go out, I expect people just to shower me with compliments. <laughs> Even saying it, I just feel so embarrassed. Like, oh my God, I'm one of those people. I don't even know it yet. Anyway, you are one of those people. people. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I actually received some pretty cool news today. Oh yes, what happened? So I signed up for this blind date thing that they run in the newspaper. Right. right. Put an application in about six weeks ago, just a joke application. Use chat GTP for it. Of and course you did. You love chat GTP, don't you? Yeah, I just, I'm so scripted. There's nothing about me that's authentic. Wait a minute. Are you reading a script right now? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Well done. All right. The next line you ask me about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there one about like, I make a joke about the size of your penis? <laughs> and even the chat GTP has just scripted that out. Just. <laughs> It's like the strike through. <laughs> so predictable. I know, terrible. So, okay, there's a newspaper you've registered and... And I got an email today saying that I'm going to make one very lucky girl super happy this weekend. Okay, okay. So, wait a minute. If it's a newspaper, does that mean you both have to write about your experiences? Oh, true. I you could use chat GTP yeah. for that. <laughs> Am I saying that correctly? Chat GTP? Just say AI, man. Okay. 2023. AI. Okay. But yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, because the, the premise of how it works is they match two people together and you basically review each other in the newspaper the day after. Wait a minute. And then give each other a rating. Shivers. So okay. that actually sounds terrifying. Yeah, that doesn't sound great for your self-esteem. Um, I know we did touch on that a few weeks <laughs> ago, so you might be heading for an extra therapy session. Wait a minute. But basically, so you got matched based on the bio that you sent through that was written by a computer. Yes. So she's basically matching with a computer, not you. 
Yeah, it's like, um, what's that movie with Will Smith and the robot? iRobot. iRobot, yeah. You know, sex robots are a thing now. You would know, mate. You would fucking know. <laughs> so where is the date and when is it? It's this Sunday. So by the time this recording comes out, I would have... Already had your heart broken? Well, who knows? This could be my big moment, Jordan. You shouldn't be so sceptical. I know. I'm just thinking of the last 17 times you went on the date and it didn't go well. I don't know why I don't have any But this time, it's a blind date, so they... Well, is she going to be like, is she, can she read Braille or... <laughs> That's a terrible joke. Terrible joke. What's she going to be feeling under the table? Lumps and bumps. <laughs> She's like, is that your knee? And I'm like, no, it's not my knee. <laughs> oh, God. It's not that thick. It's just really tiny, just like a toothpick. <laughs> There's that scripted joke again, oh, just God. on cue. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I've never gone on a blind date before. I've been telling my friends for years to set me up on a blind date, but... I have a question. Did you have to send in a photo? I think I did. It was either that or... No, I had to send them my Instagram. Oh, okay. So the producer or the editor, whoever is organising this, they know what you look like. They know what she looks like. And they're going to go, these people, I'm going to put them together. Yeah, I'm so curious to see what this other person's like and how they have matched me with someone based off social media. This is a very good social experiment. I love this. What if you know the person in real life? What if they're one of your friends that you're just not really closely linked with on social media? Because that's, I mean, Perth is a pretty small city. Very plausible, very plausible. And if they are looking at people who are interested or work in healthcare and might be, you know, like you basically know everybody in OT. I've basically dated everyone that's an OT in Perth, so. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I'm curious to see how it goes. Maybe we can do a recap the following week. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. And what else did you get up to on the weekend? Well, I actually had my dad's birthday is today. So on the weekend, I spent some time with the family. We went on a family trip down south. For the first time in probably about 10 years, we went on a family holiday. Nice. That sounds like the opening line to like a year seven essay. Like on the weekend, I did this yeah. with my family. <laughs> and what? who did you see and what did you do? <laughs> I guess those are my next questions. Here we go again. Maybe you should be the one with the script, not me. I know. I need that teleprompter. It was great. I had an amazing time, but it was just different holidaying with your family as adults. Yeah, it is weird. I've done it as well. And it's like, I like you guys, but I need my own space. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. It was more so, oh, what do we do now? Or what do we talk about at dinner? This is the third dinner in a row we've been to. Oh, yes. I've totally done that as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like nowadays I see my folks and my sister maybe once or twice a week. So to spend three days with them. God, that conversation must have been fucking boring. Because <laughs> even on the first night, I'd be like, mm, I'm tuning out. And then by night number three, just completely comatosed. But no, it, it was great. And every time I go down south, I don't know, it's just a different world down there. And for people that know Perth and know Margaret River, it's just a pristine, beautiful place where you almost feel like you're a child again when you go down there. I suppose so, but maybe that's coming from the fact that you went there when you were on holiday and you were a child, so just contextually it feels like... Well, I guess it's a bit different for you because you grew up there. That's true, yes. I I did grow up in the southwest until I was 18 years old. So I've been in the city for quite a while now, but, you know, it still holds an important space in my heart and I, I know what you mean. Like, it's really beautiful down there and... I think when you are in the city, it's, I don't know, life is just a bit more fast paced. Mm. I don't think we're making any like crazy observations here, but today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about kind of throwbacks to growing up in the 90s for me. And what year were you born? 95. Okay. So you got Early five, 2000s. Yeah. So, okay. I'll kind of do some of the 90s throwbacks and then we'll both do like the noughties and, and stuff like that. So... Obviously, my sources for today's episode, BuzzFeed articles, just everywhere. However, I've tried to make them a little bit more interesting. But um, yeah, we did have a conversation just before this week about things that we missed from the past. So we thought it'd be a good opportunity to throw some of them out there. And if you guys hear anything and you also identify, just flick us a message in our DMs on socials because I'm quite curious to see what people have held on to kind of forgotten paths, if that makes sense. So we've got a list of things. Who wants to start off? Um, How about you start? All right. This isn't really a thing, but more of a feeling. Um, Do you remember on Friday and Saturday nights when you used to go to Blockbuster Mm. and it was a whole trip, like the family would go or you'd bring one of your parents. 
there was the, it doesn't matter if it, you were around uh, VHS or DVDs, it was kind of that same feeling. You ran through the aisles, you used to get the weeklies, you could get like yep, five yep. for $5. The new release specials. Overnight, that was like $5 a night. And then and you'd have to turn around the disc to see if there was one in stock. Yeah, well, the ones I went to, there was the all the plastic containers or the covers were out, but they have to go to the back to put the CD in it. Mm. I don't know. And I was thinking about, do you remember you would like try to lobby your parents to buy like the really expensive confectionery that was right under the counter? Oh, yeah. Even though you could just walk across the road at Coles or like the supermarket and get it for so much cheaper. Well, it used to be a reward in our house. Like if I got a good mark in a test, then Friday night, baby. Yeah. And I, I kind of just got me thinking there was a whole culture around that. Like, because when you said you were going to Blockbuster or Video Easy on the weekend, everyone kind of knew what the process was. And I guess I was thinking about this week because it doesn't really, it doesn't exist at all anymore. And now that we've got these streaming services, you know, you have access to the back catalogues of basically everything that's ever been on television. If you've got yourself five different apps, whether it's Amazon, Stan, Netflix, whatever, you've got access to everything. Whereas back then, you really had to plan what you wanted to watch out. And I don't know, I just, it just got me thinking about, I don't know. But it's also like... On the board, it would say, you know, all these movies that would come out and whatever date is coming, like you'd have a countdown on oh, the new Harry Potter is going to come out. Yeah. On yeah. This day. And you had to kind of like wait for things. Yeah. I feel like we're not good at waiting as a society anymore. No. Like, well, I mean, Netflix, it, it's on demand, as you said. Just binge everything. But I find with Netflix, and I know we've talked about before, I don't really watch too much of it. But no, you don't, which I find so weird. But I, I find it overwhelming, just the choices. Yeah. I, yeah, I understand what you mean. Like, And all you can see is like a tile and maybe, you know, the title, a brief blurb. Like you can't really know what you want to watch. Sorry. No, that was shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's Netflix. Um, moving on. All right. Well, so my, yeah. So to summarize, mine's that whole experience around Blockbuster and how kind of unifying it was. You remember you'd see your friends there as well and they'd be choosing their films. Anyway, I just love that whole thing. Mine is the Disney Channel. What? Okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. Cause we didn't have it when I was a kid. Well, I think Disney in itself, what was it when people used to have um, cable TV? Foxtel. Foxtel, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the kids at school, we had a bit of money. They would have satellite TV, cable or Foxtel. And I didn't have that. I didn't have it either. So why the fuck are you bringing it up? <laughs> Fucking trauma is what it is. I'm just trying to relive my childhood as I wish it played out. But did you also like go to your friend's house and they had Disney Channel and you'd be like... Yeah, that's where I was getting to, you know. The the kid that had Foxtel, they had it all. Their parties were the best. Yeah, because, yeah. You, know, you could just spend all Friday night, Saturday night watching Hannah Montana. I was just about to say Hannah Montana. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, SpongeBob was the bomb. And, and people would like come because... Hannah Montana wasn't on free-to-air TV at all, at least not in the Southwest. However, when people brought up at school, did you pretend to follow like you knew what was going on? Because I did. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love Hannah Montana. <laughs> but really, I just knew like whatever, the, the, the main song and then like a few things that happened. Well, w- when YouTube came along, you could watch a lot of those shows on YouTube. Oh, Like okay. I remember we used to watch that. So Raven. Oh, right. So you're kind of like reliving your childhood, but pretending you're wealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, that's me right now, actually. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, no, Disney Channel's good. Did you also have those, remember that period of time where people thought like projectors were better than TVs? And there's a few families that had like, instead of a TV, a projector mounted in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And movie? Like, look, look how big my yeah. TV is. And it's like, great, but what's the point of that? Like, we had one friend that her, on her dad's side, when her parents split, her dad tried to make like the house really cool and stuff. It was so fucking tragic thinking back, but they had a projector. It was also like their computer as well. It was kind of confusing, but. And what about when people used to have like home theatres in their house? I was just about to say, like, there was a couple of houses for a bit there in like the mid 2000s that were designed by having like a proper theatre. Yes. Yeah. You still sometimes see them around. You know, I actually used to date a guy. They were very wealthy, but they had a basement that they turned into a home theatre. Oh, and that was amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, they still have it now, I think. 
On the topic of Disney Channel, did you have in the Southwest toasted TV or cheese TV? Uh, no, that was only in the city. We didn't have a... Oh, well, that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> Great. Okay, moving on. Um, all right. Well, iPods back in the day, I got one of the first iPod minis because my dad used to work for a company that was that worked with Apple. Remind me again, the iPod mini, did that have the screen? No, that was a Nano. No, I had the Nano. I had the Nano that came out. Remember when they first got their colour? Yeah. Because they released a monochrome one yeah, and yeah, then yeah, they yeah, did yeah. the colour. I was one of the first people to have the the coloured iPods. And um, yeah, I was on the bus and I remember everyone being like passing it around and my dad got it engraved at Apple and I was like, That's I was so the good. coolest person. And because they had that, it wasn't a touch screen, but the way uh, to move it. Wheel. Yeah, the wheel and you'd, you'd spin your thumb around. There's some people listening that would have no idea about that, but that was a that was a really big thing. Well, they used to have the iPod shuffles. Yes. Which was Didn't like, have a screen. That was when it transitioned from, not Walkmans, what do they call them? Oh, there was one called an iRiver. An iRiver? There was one called an iRiver. But like, I, I think the other- MP3 player. MP3 players, that's yes. it. Yes. Oh my God. Remember the MP3 players? They were like- And then you had the USB stick that you used to have to put into the hard drive. Directly into the computer. And An then, MP3 player was like a packet of butter menthols. It was like that big and it had a tiny screen. <laughs> and it could you put like 15 songs on. And, and it was that light up screen where it wasn't like digital. It was just like a yellow light yeah. that would blow up against the back screen. And then when you'd plug it into your computer, you would have had to have LimeWire yes, or yeah. something of the sort to download the song. Basically a virus in an application. Did you use LimeWire? Yeah, all the time. Did I'm you- pretty sure, uh, yeah, a few times a family computer got corrupted with viruses. I reckon I, reckon I was the same. Oh, you know what? No, we actually didn't have a lot of viruses growing up because we always had Macs. Because as I said, my dad was kind of affiliated with Apple. So we've always had the, those weird like Mac computers. Yeah. And everyone else had Windows and... You know, when you go to school and you would have like some time in the computer labs because you didn't always have a fucking like phone or iPad or whatever that didn't exist. You had to like book the computer labs. And I remember they'd say things like, oh, you know, just turn the sound down or mute that. And I didn't even know how to do that because we'd have grown up with Mac. Oh, that's so funny. Our school just had Macs. Really? So it was the opposite way around. You must have been a really posh school. Did you go to a, a private school or a public one? A uh, public one. Oh, okay. Do you remember the slide phones? They were called the chocolate phones that were really big for a while. Chocolate phones. No, I don't remember that. You know what? Thinking thinking about it now, I think we just used to call them the chocolate phones. But they used to there were two sticks oh, that used to yes, slide yes, and there yes, was the yes. first ever touch screens. Yeah. And it had like four buttons that were we called them touch screens, but really in reality they were kind of like a button that you just I don't know how to like describe it. didn't have numbers or anything on it. Yeah, kind of like the old uh, the, the home button for the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a pseudo button. Do you remember those ones? No, what I remember, the Motorola Razor, but, no. which was like super thin. They were like the flip phones. Oh, yes, actually I do. And, and then the like, camera used to go back and front. Yeah, well, you used to flip it out and it used to be so thin. And the ad was like you could slice things with the phone. Oh, like Fruit Ninja. Yeah, <laughs> Fruit Ninja. Love, that's another throwback. <laughs> Um, yeah, because at the beginning of the show, Kim Possible from the Nickelodeon. Kim Possible. Go, Jesus. What's the sitch? <laughs> that one was really good. And she used to have like a Motorola Razor, didn't she? Yeah, Or something yeah. like that. Jeez, cartoons. That, cartoons That is good. nostalgia. But I tell you what else is. Did you watch the OC? No, that was an adult. That was like an older teenager oh, show. Well, I had an older sister. So oh. I was always like watching content that was not really age appropriate. But yeah, the OC was really big. I actually got my dad, who worked in printing as well, to print out like... Um, what didn't your dad do? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just a drug, jack of all trades. I got him to print out like this A4 picture of the cast of the OC and I put that on my diary. Like we had a big planner. Oh, when they used to laminate your school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I was pretty cool with that one. Okay, speaking of TV... Saturday morning video hits? Yes. Rage. Rage. Yeah, Rage. yeah, yeah. But video hits was like the cool one with like the modern day. It would be like the was Nova that equivalent. MTV or Channel V? Remember they had the Channel V as well? Not on free to air. Okay. That was a Foxtel thing. Oh, you know what? I think we used to flick between Rage and Video Hits. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whenever there's a song that you like, you yeah, like, yeah, switch yeah. between the two. And Rage was always a bit more indie because it was done by Triple J. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas Video Hits is, you know, top 20. Pop music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And like, and even on the, those videos from like the nineties and the noughties and stuff, they did like, remember the R and B phase and it would be like, the yep. people would wrap around one another. Yeah. And then we had like the good Charlotte and there was a lot of like. Fallout boy. Yeah. But there was also a lot of like dissing celebrities. It was kind of really weird. Cause it was like people who'd made it big, but then they used to be making fun of the celebrity lifestyle in, in Hollywood. Remember Pink did that video, like, Stupid Girls, and she was pretending to be really dumb. And then Good Charlotte did... Lifestyles uh, of the Rich. Yeah, yeah, like that. There was a lot of, like, that kind of punked. Yeah, Remember yeah, that yeah. show Punked with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that kind of vibe to those film clips. All right, what, else, what other ones have you got? I'm curious. Going down the uh, leisure space, the, the old Game Boy Advance. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, no, Fully sorry, the this. one before it, the Game Boy Color. Yes. It was like a We brick. had one of those as yeah, well. Yeah. Do you know we lost the Game Boy Color one year when we were camping? The following year, we went to the same spot, put up the tent, found it in the pocket of the tent, and it still worked and everything. Like, those things are bricks. <laughs> the, yeah, because I remember one trip to the Philippines. It wasn't a Game Boy Color. It was a Game Boy DS, and I was in the toilet playing, and I dropped my sister's DS <laughs> into the urinal. You are kidding me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I just wiped the pee off it yeah. and I gave it back to her. <laughs> did it work or did it start working? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it probably would have been fine. Was the, uh, the DS is the one that flipped up. Yeah, I think yeah. the DS was the first one to introduce light into it because uh, with the colour, I remember, yes, at night you didn't you have a light. Play. Yes, yes, or yes. Or when there was like a power outage, which used to happen a lot as yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, you couldn't play it because you couldn't fucking Wait see. Wait a minute. Power outage used to happen a lot as kids. Where were you fucking growing up? Yeah, we used to get power outages. Oh, I don't really remember that. I mean, I remember a couple of times you'd like light candles and stuff, but, yeah. you know, actually, now that you mention it, we definitely had more... When we were kids and we did now. Maybe that's yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. McGowan getting on top of the energy crisis. <laughs> Thank you, State Daddy. But you know the other one, the Nintendo DS, didn't it come with like a little... The stylus because it was a touch screen. Yes. Yeah. And we'd always like push so hard on that tiny fucking screen. And then like, yeah, you'd hit it with the end of that toothpick. Yeah, because you'd have like Nintendogs, right? And then you're meant to like stroke the dog. Oh, yeah. And you were like trying to get the cat to move. And yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. hitting it on the ear. <laughs> <laughs> or like cooking mama, you'd literally just like follow a recipe with your stylus and like as if you were cooking something in the kitchen. Right. I haven't seen that one. Simple so like times. A, sounds like a um an early version of like Ratatouille or something. <laughs> what about the the fact that when DVDs came out, you would just have like a couple of DVDs? You remember like that period of like three years where everyone just had one or two DVDs and you'd always kind of rewatch the same movies. Mm. For us, our neighbours gifted us Harry Potter, just the fourth one. Oh. So we would rewatch that one over and over you know again. Harry Potter, the fourth one. That was, I, I didn't like that one. The year that he never got a haircut is what I've seen it described as. Remember his hair was so shaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog. That was when Hermione started to get hot. But uh, in terms of the, the plot of the bit movie. pedophilic. I think she was still underage. Well, I was underage back then, so I'm allowed. Do you know what? You shot yourself in the foot because I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd and she actually started to get pretty cool in the third one. But by the oh, fourth- true. Yeah, it was when she punched Draco in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That felt good. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty good at it. I can do- a lot of the Harry Potters, like verbatim, particularly the fourth one, because we just watched it over and over again. Well, I was going to say, this is another thing that we got to experience as children that this generation probably don't. Like the, the fact that we had all these amazing books, but then the movies came out sequentially and we'd have countdowns until yes. when the next movie would come out. Absolutely. There was that feeling of the whole world, or at least your world, was just waiting for the next I think Harry Potter did that really well. Twilight as well. So I feel like, you know... I think Harry Potter was a pioneer because it introduced kids to this distant magical world that could almost be reality if you sort of dream hard enough, if you know what I mean. This could be a Harry Potter podcast, by the way. Like, the way that we're running, I'm, I've got so much to say, but I'm going to hold back because I've got a few other things to reflect <laughs> on. But I have so much to say about Harry Potter. So if, if at any time you want to talk about it, yeah. Totally ready for that. Okay, what about when you went to like on vacation? <laughs> vacation. Vacation. What about when you went on holidays with your family and like you'd always get souvenirs and oh. it was like key rings? We went to Dreamworld and I got a skull tower of terror key ring. That was pretty cool. No, what what Dreamworld and all those theme parks used to do so well, which was absolutely bullshit, was you'd go down a slide and it'll take a picture of you and your family. Yeah, they still do. They that. still do it, but they it's like that. 
everyone's just like, oh, let's get this picture. Let's hang it up on the wall. And it's the most pixelated, most ugliest picture. It could be anyone in that picture. It's yeah, just like I know. A, a smudge of human colour. Yeah, like, it's just a whole bunch of like middle-aged fat families. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's always on the mantelpiece. And because it's like usually like six people. So it's yeah, like yeah. you're four in your family. And then, and then two, two randoms. randoms. <laughs> that's like on your mantelpiece. I love just fucking random. So can you imagine if they you later came friends with them like years later? They came around, they were like, "What the fuck? That's me in the back." <laughs> Speaking of which, did you go to did you go to Movie World and Dream World? Yeah, when, yeah. yeah. I feel like when my parents used to take us out in like the nineties or even the early noughties, I don't know if it was our family, but the fashion was like oh, it's pretty clunky. There were so many bright colors, and it was a lot of patterns. I oh, yeah. Like squares, triangles, circles. I don't know if that's a pediatric. What about those clothes. like low cut jeans that people used to wear? Yeah, I think I know the ones. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the 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 jeans with flares. Flares, terrible. But they've gone in and out of fashion for years. I feel like I feel like they've come back in since then. But yeah, no flares, terrible. Okay, let's talk about getting on the internet. Do you remember the first time you went online? Oh, the first time I went on. I remember we used to have dial up. Can you do the tone for me? Do you remember it? It was like, no, I'm not. That was terrible. Let me give it a go. I thought it was like, no, that was (laughs) fucking eel. That was even worse. (laughs) Yeah, that was eel. But like, I guess I I don't want it to be like, kids these days will never get this, but in actual fact, they will never get this. Dial up used to teach us patience. Well, that's true. You had to ask to go on the internet. Like you had to get permission. Mm. Just let that sink in. Like. Because nowadays we just flick over to whatever app you use on your phone. And it's like, bang. I mean, you're just, you don't even have to open an app, like the Safari app or whatever. You're just always connected to the internet. Mm. But there was a period of time where that was not the case. Yeah, and then you'd have to wait at least two to five minutes. Yes, I know. And you couldn't use a landline as well. Mm. <laughs> hey, I want to yeah, use well, a that, phone call. That was a big issue for us because mum and dad coming from the Philippines were always on the phone to their family. Oh, okay. So like my internet usage time was so limited because of that. Very limited access. And and do you remember how much like data you had as a family to use to begin with? I want to say something like 10 gigabytes. Or is that a lot? That's a lot. We had 250 megabytes. Oh, yeah. Megabytes. Let that sink in. That's about like half the recording of a podcast. Even less than that. Mm. But like that's like... 50 songs that you could stream, not even download mm. or something like that. It was crazy. What, we, did you, what did you used to play or what did you used to do on the computer? Neopets, obviously. Neopets. Was that, yeah. I thought that was on a, the Game Boy or PlayStation. No, it was a big, it was like one of the websites, Neopets. Oh, um, yeah. There was Habbo Hotel, which I didn't used to play, but my friends did. There was MySpace. Mini Clip. No, I don't know what oh, that is. It was like an online game thing. RuneScape. RuneScape I'd heard about. Sims. Like, was that online? Um, no, but we used to get this disc. Oh. And then you used to put that onto the computer. Oh, yeah. No, I used to play Sims as well. That was a good one. Tamagotchi? Yes, I had those. But I had the Digimon. Digimon? Digimon, yeah. Digimon. Do you remember trying to connect them together? The little outside... The was Tamagotchi it? or the Digimon? Uh, I think it was a Digimon. It had like a male and female piece. But like it was so painful. You maybe used to push them together so hard. And the same thing on phones. Remember infrared? You had to like put the phones together. You might be just a little bit too young for infrared. There was before Bluetooth. I'm aware of what infrared is. Yeah, yeah. you used to have to line it up like two black dots. It was the most bizarre thing. And you'd be like, have you got the photo yet? And he was like (laughs) holding the phones together. Like, (laughs) hurry up, the bell's going to (laughs) go. There was a lot of that in the the noughties. Do you remember web players built into web pages? He'd go on someone's profile like MySpace or Facebook and it would automatically start playing a song. Oh, how you can get Rick rolled and whatnot. What's that? Oh, it was like, um, never going to give you up. Oh, okay. Well, I put one on my page that was, um, ironically, breaking free from High School Musical when it first came out. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty cool. So... That's so, yeah, I never, I never had MySpace. I went straight into Facebook. Yeah, nah. And then you used Probably. to play all the Facebook games, Farmville. Yes, I played Farmville. Yes. I got pretty high on Farmville. Got up to like level 85. I think we all did. And then it was like you'd play it and you'd add your friends and then you'd always add your crush on Farmville and then you'd send them a, a request to like crop your crops or whatnot and you'd be waiting there for them to... Mm. 
I don't think I have anything to say. I, don't, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't think that ever happened to me. Is this a thing, Farmville flirting? No, it's not a thing. It's just something I did. Oh, okay. Really sad. <laughs> Moving on. Do you remember going to Sanity and, like, oh, by the way, I stole this from BuzzFeed. This is not even mine. But flipping through the posters, remember you that they would have that big, like, I don't know how to describe yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like those folders that you stick documents in. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, then it's alphabetical order. Yeah, but you flick through and the, the ends were like metal. So it would go click, 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 click. Like, oh, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah they're like docu- sl- document wallets. There. Yes, yeah. document wallets, but like that on steroids at Sanity. But for me, Sanity was always going and getting the So Fresh hits of summer. Yes, and you could put on the headphones and listen to like the top 10 albums oh. and stand there and the headphones were always really sweaty. And then going on a road trip, you'd have... Have like two CDs ready to go, and then yeah, the ones that you'd burnt. No, the So Fresh CDs. Oh, okay. Like, oh my god, music is amazing. Like, yeah. What was the first album or single you ever bought? Oh, first single. I, I think it would have been one of the So Fresh CDs. My- oh, actually, no. I think I remember a family road trip. It was Delta Goodrum, Innocent Eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really great one. Mine, the one that I was gifted was it's the one that everybody plays. Dancing in the moonlight. Yeah, yeah, top yeah, loader. Terrible. Yeah. But I bought my first ever, I think it was a double album. It was the one that Nikki Webster did, Strawberry Kisses, on the So Fresh. I want to say the summer hits of 2000 and. Oh, that would be, yeah, two or three. She did the Olympics. Yeah. And that was 2000. So do you was, remember much of the Olympics? I do, yes. That was like amazing. Do you remember the Olympics? I remember. Wait, 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 wait. We have, you know, we have like a few, like quite a few listeners in the US who are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Surely they've zoned out. When we say, when Australians say the Olympics, we mean the Sydney 2000 Olympics, which that's the only Olympics that ever exists for (laughs) our country because everyone thinks they do the best Olympics, but we actually did the best one. So, but Nikki Webster performed and she had like a pretty good career. Mm. And well, I mean, she had wow. a good career for like a few years and then, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I haven't heard from her since. But she did, um, yeah, she did that Strawberry Kisses song. She did a few others, I can't really remember. Yeah, I don't have too many memories of the Olympics, but I do remember, and this is a massive change in tone, 9-11. Oh, okay. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> Great. That's really what I want to bring up. I just wanted to stay relevant to the American market. Do you want to, do you want to go down 9-11? I feel like we're on such a roll. Let's just not do it. Or we can just say that and then move back. No, no, because I remember waking up in the morning and my routine was watching Cheese TV or Toasted TV before school. Okay. Watching the cartoons. But dad was glued to the TV that morning because it happened overnight for us. Yes, I remember 9-11 as well. I went to school and nobody was talking. Not even the teachers were talking. It was silence. And it was a really windy and horrible day because it was September, which is often really stormy. Mm. But yeah, that's 9-11. Let's go back to the fun stuff. The Olympics was so unifying in this country. I mean, you were here, but you can't remember it. But I remember when the opening and closing ceremonies were on, people would plan their whole schedules around them. It was, mm. it was such a cool feeling. I'm actually going to the Olympics next year in Paris. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, just sort of weave that one into the conversation. Um, I've got a couple more. What about you? I've got some foods. Go for Nostalgic it. foods. Do you remember Dunkaroos? Yes, I do. The they kangaroos with you dipping into the chocolate. Uh, yeah, I do remember those. Well, lunchboxes in our time were so different to lunchboxes now. Like the amount of shit that we used to eat, jumpies, roll-ups. Roll-ups are still around. As someone that's recently been packing lunchboxes, a lot of those stuff is still around. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's really What about weird. Go-Gurt's? Uh, they have slightly different ones now, but I essentially the same thing. I can't thing. believe they're no longer a thing. There was the mudslide Go-Gurt. Is that, what, is that the right word? No, go- you know, go-gurt? the big go-gurt, the, the big tube of yogurt, and then some people would freeze it and it'd be frozen yeah, yogurt. they still have that, oh, basically. Really? Yeah. What about when KFC used to do all you can eat? I don't remember that. Yeah, or maybe not in the country, but up here in Perth, they used to have like the Bain Marie's of chicken. Are you serious? And you could pay, I don't know, 10 bucks and it was all you can eat chicken. I don't remember that. That sounds like a challenge for people that shouldn't be actually well, signing up. Yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? Like, it's terrible, but Pizza Hut used to do the buffet. Mm, or you can eat pizza. Yeah. And then didn't we have one, is Sizzler? We had a Sizzler here for oh, ages. Oh, yeah, Sizzler was great. I feel like it just, like it only closed down recently. 
Yeah, probably about three or four years ago. Yeah. They were like the original diner. I think they're an American chain. Yeah, you're probably yeah, you're probably right with that. Do you remember when in primary school or high school, we still had this in high school, if you had like booked the TV on the trolley and you could wheel it around oh to the God. rooms and it was like there's all those memes where it's like when you saw this bad boy coming, you know you're in for a good <laughs> session. Yeah, like number 27. And then you'd always get one that wasn't properly plugged in. And oh, and the AVI. Do you remember the red, uh, yellow and black? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you had to have to plug it in the back of the TV. <laughs> yeah, those were great. And we remember like the posh schools or maybe if you're a bit more advanced, like they had the TVs, like the, the big thick ones with the power cannons. So they were quite... The depth of it was huge. These have them mounted on the wall, sometimes in the corner of the classroom. Oh, that was very high tech. Yeah, well, we didn't have that. I went to a private school, so sorry. We we had those projectors though. Oh, where, like, you'd yes. You'd have the clear screen, and then they'd write on it. And yeah, it's what just are they light called? Projectors. Oh, it's just called a projector. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's another word for it, but yeah, no, you might be right. <laughs> they don't. They must not use them anymore. But they were no, good. They've got smart screens, or they just kids just have a TV in the classroom. But you know, with the projectors, like that's one of the things that I feel like links us to our parents because the our parents use the same. They use the projectors as well. Mm. They've been around for ages, and I guess we were kind of the last people to to use them because yep. now they just go to like. I don't know. They're probably the computer chips in their brains, or aren't they? Well, we all did get vaccinated last year. Oh, oh, here we go. What about this? What about the one family computer and you all had different profiles and you had to like, you had little pictures to choose from. You could be like a chess piece oh, or a yeah, daisy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to play chess or checkers. You know how computers had the inbuilt games? Yes. Minesweeper. Like- Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Did anyone know what was going on with that? Yeah, like, I eventually did find out, and it was re- very addictive to play. The what numbers, was the numbers? The numbers used to mean how many bombs was around the nine pieces around. Oh, the nine pieces. Or okay. Six or whatever, yeah. We couldn't work out what the perimeter was. Mm. We'd be like, you're really close to one. But then, like, you just used to click randomly. All right, a couple more from me. Do you remember when you could get like Nutella jars and then they'd turn into cups, the glasses? Do you remember you'd get like Nutella in a, I guess, cylindrical type glass tube and then they'd turn into like, basically when you finished it, you'd take the end off and you'd turn it into like a glass? That sounds like a very country thing. No, I swear (laughs) to God it was a thing. And there was roadshow kind of set up. But there was like merchandise, like promo type glassware you'd get like obviously coke mcdonald's would yes do it. well on the olympics we have olympic glasses yeah we had a, we, we had olympics everything mm. do you remember the bicentennial medal that we got when we passed through do you remember this i don't know if anyone remembers but in the year uh, 1999 to 2000 if you were in primary education the state government gave or maybe it was the federal government they gave you I think it was called the Bicentennial Medal or whatever. It was like a coin. Maybe it was called a coin. Mm. And it was in this plastic thing and you were meant to like keep it for when you're old Oh, yeah. Do you still have your coin? Uh, You know what? If I went through my mum's house, it's probably one of the things that I kept. That's good. You could probably flog that off. There was a lot of like- um, It's worth even more money now that the coin's cocked it. Potentially. Or- Four other million children have the same coin. I don't know which one it is. But my grandmother, she used to work for the Sunday Times and they got a commemorative book when the Olympics was in Australia. And I I used to like read it all the time when I was there. Had Kathy Freeman like lighting oh the torch right at the front and yeah, lots of other good ones. What about places we used to go on holiday a lot? I, I think as I touched upon, it was down south or for us, the Philippines. Oh, yeah, that's true. If we have any Filipino listens, that will ring true. But for the rest of us, um, I think it was Bali. Did you ever go to Bali? Never been to Bali. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I went once. I broke my entire, basically, upper limb before I went. And I had a cast from the shoulder straight down to the wrist. Tried doing that in Waterbomb Park. I was going to say, it's quite hot and humid there as well. Yeah, not a fun experience. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember when you got to the last few years of school when they made you go and do work experience in the community? Yes. What did you do? I remember one that stands out for me. We went to a school, like a special ed school. Okay. And I remember going there and I was terrified. 10 years old, having never seen disability before. Kids running around screaming. I think the day that we were there, one of the kids had a meltdown and we Uh all had to hide and, and stay in a classroom. And I actually felt so scared. Yeah, and in my so head, I thought, who would ever want to work in this field? 
Yeah, that's a thought. <laughs> Which is so ironic because I, I do that on a daily now. I know. Yeah. I suppose if you hadn't had any experience with disability, yeah, what you were saying, you just didn't know mm. how to classify it, where to process it. In primary school, we went, uh, we took a bus around the light industrial area. We saw a concreting factory and a few other kind of random factories. And then we went to the, ended up in the local tavern and you could have Coke or lemonade at the end. That was like the special treat that you could have. By the way, I'm, I was from a really small country town. Like <laughs> it was tiny. The bus driver, he used to take us to school, also ran the local tavern. So we saw like the bus that driver behind us. Yeah, it was really weird. You know, my first job was in the local hardware store. Can you believe it? I cannot. I'm this actually speechless. Was mincing through the aisles, handing out nuts and bolts <laughs> like they were going out of fashion. <laughs> that was my first ever runway. It's the first time you realise you're like, hmm, maybe I am gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I used to do the gas bottles and the hay bales. So <laughs> there's people listening to this podcast that be like, what the fudge the are you fuck talking did about? This guy grow up. <laughs> I grew up pretty country. Like people don't realise it was rural. Um, but what what sort of jobs did you have when you were like, what was the first jobs you had? You know, I, the first job I had was when I was in uni. I went straight into aged care. What? What did mm. you do during high school? It was funny. Mum never let me work during high school because she was worried that if I started to get used to having money that I'd want to quit and just work, which is such a funny yeah, ideology I suppose to have. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I did clean cars for a bit, a oh, couple okay. of one-offs with my cousins. Oh, what, yeah. what about yours? What was your first job? Uh, I went straight into a bottle shop. I think uh, after I was working at the hardware store, I, I, this is actually a bit of a story. It's not the one that I was expecting to tell. But uh, when I first moved to Perth, I basically packed up all my stuff in a car and that took me only a few hours. I left a whole bunch of stuff at mum's, filled up the car, drove up to Perth, um, stayed with my dad and I was sleeping on the couch and he said, oh, well, let's go to the local pub to celebrate, you know, you coming to the city. I was 18 years old and uh, we went out um, and when the lady came over to the table to ask us what we wanted to order, she said, what would you like? And this is this is like the kind of weird confidence I have in my life. I said, I'd like a job, please. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> she said, who are you? I said, my name's Jordan. I've just moved to Perth. I live around the corner and I think I could work in this bar. She was like speechless. I swear how, to sorry, God. How old were you? I was 18. Oh my God. And, sh- and uh, she goes, oh, well, um, well, she actually said, she asked me a few questions and she went, okay, come in tomorrow at 8am. And uh, wow. I started in the bottle shop. And then a few months after that, I was behind the bar and running food. And I worked in hospitality for seven years, the next seven years. And um, I had a lot of great times, but there's one story in particular that stands out. So when you work in restaurants, the restaurant is divided into sections and each section is, has its own waiter. I used to work at the Windsor in South Perth and I'd work four to five shifts a week and it was like the best job I ever had because the crew was so tight there. We used to party in the summer. We would drink like fish basically. We'd go on to shift. We'd drink on shift. Can you believe it? That's crazy. I used to work in the bar, so I was always doing like shots of, um, I used to do Malibu and oh lemonade. God. Oh, it's terrible. Um, yeah, it's really bad. We had all these tricks where we used to make drinks for the customers, add on an extra one and then just do the shot out the back. But anyway, I used to work in the restaurant as well. And I had this table and they were really, um, oh, have you seen that show? Like the only way is Essex. The girls, fake tans, bronzer, big lips. Yep, yep, yep. The guys, you know, beefcakes, yep. I don't know, steroids, tattoos, uh, you know, like upper arm yeah, tattoos. Yeah, like really tanned British men, which yeah, just doesn't make sense yeah, at all. Yeah, so they just look orange. Yep. Basically bogans. I feel like I haven't seen a bogan for a while, but they are out there. Anyway, there's a there's a group of them. They were quite loud. The girls had the fake nails. And um, this, is, this is terrible. I can't believe I did this. You used to be able to name the table and you just call it table you know, table 12, table 10, so that everyone knew where the food was going. But there was another way you could name the table so just the waiters could see. And I fucking, I wrote Jersey Shore for the table. And uh, we used to have something called a dumb waiter, which is like, 
a dumb waiter is not a person. It's like a computer screen that sits outside and it has plates and stuff underneath it. And I left the screen logged in under my username and I had the table list up there and the table, someone walked past and read it and they saw the Jersey Shore table and they confronted me when I went to take their order. They ordered everything and they said, we've got one more question. We want to know who is the Jersey Shore table. And do you know what I said? Yeah, what? I just like, no, like I didn't feel nervous at all. I just looked at, it was a guy who asked me, I looked him right in the face. And I said, it's you guys, <laughs> which oh is just God. ridiculous. Cause I was employed and like, this is my work and they were fuming. And for some reason I was like, I don't care. Like you, <laughs> it looks like you guys, I said, you should take it as a compliment. Like Jersey Shore is a really big TV show. Everyone watches it. By the way, I've never watched Jersey Shore <laughs> in my life. And uh, I had to go to the manager's office when my shift finished. Lucky, the manager was my friend. I can't remember if it was Ellie or Sarah. And uh, they were like, this is really bad, Jordan. And I just wouldn't apologise. I was like, it was funny. It was meant to be a joke. Like the most immature response. That is so you though. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) Can you believe I did that? This is the outright savagery of being like, it's you. <laughs> I know. I just said, it's you guys. As if it was so obvious. I mean, it was obvious because of the fake lives, but I had no, I was never punished for that. Never I'm reprimanded. I'm surprised you didn't get your face beaten in. Uh, Yeah. I, I'm surprised as well. I have so many stories about working in the bottle shop, working in the bar, but I guess a lot of them probably illegal. Can't go into details. Anyway, so yeah, that was my time. And uh, that was my throwback to my employment, my career. So there you go. Well, we've gone full circle today. I actually really enjoyed that trip down memory lane. I feel like I haven't stopped talking. It was mostly me just yelling at you. <laughs> so just like any other podcast. <laughs> yeah, any other episode. Just like a proper stalker. Just like <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what though? I am interested to, to know what our listeners, like what throwbacks or mm. nostalgic things they remember. If anything, if that brought up anything, I want to hear about your memories as well because I Absolutely. don't know. I find that super interesting. All those ah moments, you know, like the, the power of nostalgia. You just, I, I feel so happy. After. I feel like we need to say nostalgia one more time just to close out this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the power of nostalgia. <laughs> so lame. That was really fun. It was. It Should was. we do what we normally do? Thank you for being vulnerable. <laughs> well, we, we actually made a whole hour now without either of us breaking down or revealing a deep, darker secret. So. I know. You guys don't have to worry. There's nothing deep. Well, we it's just, actually because we've run out of content. Yeah, I know. I feel like this is our real personality, just superficial <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. As always, rate, review and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Ta-ta. Weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>